0: Good morning everyone. My name is Michael. I'm a Conscious
1: Creator and your leader
0: for this morning.
1: Hi Michael. Welcome
0: to the Alignment Discussion Meeting of Conscious Creators. Our purpose of Conscious Creators is to fulfill fundamental human needs and guide others who have a desire and willingness to do the same. These needs are security, connection, community, intimacy, communication, creative expression, sensation, progression, and reflection. Our process is outlined in the following set of measures. We acknowledge habit patterns that undermine our purpose. We begin to cultivate a curious and receptive mind. We accept the possibility of new life-affirming experiences. We gain awareness of our self-defeating habit patterns. We share the effects of supporting our self-defeating habit patterns. We choose to bring our perspective into alignment with our purpose. We commit to acting upon the insights of a conscious mind. We create space by releasing what no longer serves us, and we consciously create new life-affirming experiences. We meet regularly in order to cultivate a community based on mutual support. Our members come together in a sincere and intentional space to help each other with the singleness of purpose that might otherwise be unavailable. The Way of the Conscious Creator is the perfect companion process for anyone engaged in therapy, healing modalities, 12-step work, and more. To expand upon this, I have asked an individual,
1: Asher, to read Attachment Addiction. How's it going? I'm Asher. I'm a conscious creator, Attachment Addiction. Well, we view addiction as a type of attachment disorder. Survivors of trauma and neglect have trouble establishing and maintaining healthy bonds. Having inadequate tools to address our lack of connection, we often forego intimate bonds and attach to things instead. These rituals of self-soothing become our habitual patterns. We define attachment addiction as a habitual dependence on a mechanism in order to compensate for a lack of connection. Alcohol, sex, food, drugs, money, codependence, self-harm, social media, hoarding, anorexia, and perfectionism are just a few of the mechanisms we engage in habitually. The root cause of attachment addiction is not the drink drug, or roll of the dice, but rather a hidden attachment to our ideas, narratives, and beliefs. The process of reconnection and wholeness can only begin by acknowledging our unknowing yet active investment in seeing ourselves as crazy, sick, or somehow broken. We are not crazy, or sick, or broken. We simply support beliefs that make us feel like we are crazy, sick, or broken. Once we were able to see that, we can begin to address those self-defeating beliefs. Medicating wise will never connect us to the truth.
0: Thank you, Asher. I have also asked Nancy to read the Greater Power Than Self handout.
2: Hi, Nancy. Greater Power Than Self GPS. The consciousness of being is our direct connection to spiritual love and truth. It's very practical and accessible. It is beyond the man-made realms of right and wrong. It is neither a god that reigns in heaven nor a devil that reigns in hell. It is unaffected by fear, doubt, or conditioning. It avails us an expanded sort of spiritual awareness that allows us to see through the eyes of love rather than fear. The merging or combining of parts into a whole is called integration. When the consciousness of being and self are integrated, a greater power than perspective or perspective than self comes into focus. Through our GPS, we access spiritual insights that help us recognize and embrace opportunities for growth and expansion. This happens by sustaining an internal connection to what we are. The consciousness of being is what we are.
0: Thank you, Nancy. Uh, Finally, I have been asked an individual to read the meditative handouts. Meditative
1: mantra handouts. Meditative mantras. People in active addiction struggle to establish a consistent connection to a greater power or perspective than self. After some addicts achieve physical sobriety, many find that their disrupted thought patterns create challenges. This diminishes the quality of their recovery and increases their chances of relapse. In order to sustain the conscious contact with to a greater power than self, recovering addicts will need to become responsible for the mental effects of past traumas. Our process helps to overcome these obstacles to long-term recovery. We practice meditative mantras to help the trauma affected mind become open and receptive. Our mantras mitigate the effects of common survival patterns much like chemotherapy can shrink tumors or medication can make a virus undetectable. This creates the mental space to reconnect with a greater power than self gradually over time. This helps many to overcome their intellectual resistance through a direct personal experience.
0: Thank you so much, Asher. You're welcome. Today I have selected the following section from the Conscious Creators book. What
1: section is this? Uh, It's page one forty-two. Building new habit patterns.
2: Building
0: new habit patterns. I guess I'll just start, and then we can kind of round robin with the reading.
1: Yeah, and if we anyone wants to stop and comment or make suggestions or anything on the material, just feel free to share.
0: Building new habit patterns. An existing habit pattern will cease to undermine our purpose once a new pattern overrides it. By consistently concentrating upon the new pattern, the old pattern atrophies due to neglect. It does not disappear, but rather becomes dormant, much like a virus that is no longer detectable. This practice begins the lifelong process of training our mind to direct its focus upon what is truly desired, rather than avoiding what we don't want. As the new life-affirming pattern begins to take root the unwanted pattern mysteriously disappears from our reality each time we reinforce the desired pattern the unwanted pattern becomes less automatic the following suggestions have yielded powerful results enthusiastically express your mantra to help your brain to make new connections before any pattern of behavior can be realized we must first create a mental pathway Make the mental pathway strong by saying your mantra in a clear and concise manner. The clearer your spoken words are, the more powerful your new mental connections will be. Keep in mind that you are taking the first steps towards creating your new reality. This is about forging new connections rather than reinforcing old ones.
1: I have a, uh just a, an observation that's been, because I've been engaged in the mantra process for uh, quite some time now, and in reflecting on it, now I can see like I become more and more clear and enunciating in my language when I say it and I, I you know this says enthusiastically. I'm not even sure if that's even what what my experience has been is that before I began doing these mantras, I was very um, vague and almost like mumbly and you know it's like I would say things i I, I didn't really notice how like I would like maybe want to set a boundary with someone, but I would be walking away from them or in the other room. And I just uh, started dawning on me after I did this for a while, like, oh, no, you need to make eye contact. Like, like I was setting boundaries with a part of myself that was completely chaotic and out of control. And I noticed that, like saying these mantras and being very clear in the way that I said them to myself, started setting boundaries and almost reparenting a part of myself that was completely scared and out of control. And I didn't, that, I didn't realize that going into it, but that's definitely been an interesting um, thing that's happened. It's almost like it's gotten like a feral pet to kind of chill out a little bit.
0: Well, it's also too like um, in manifesting or abundance work or, you know, any type of like the secret, you know, like um, they say to be very, very specific. And so, you know, I think that's like such a great example of where you're seeing that the more specific you become, the more the manifestation becomes clear to you, you know,
1: and defined. Mm -hmm. There's something to be said about that. Yeah. Uh, did Did you have anything to share on that, or do you want to? You're, you want to read? Or
2: yeah. What are we on? Read, two, read, we read 3. two, and then three. Is that the way you're doing it?
1: We're just going through the reading and have a conversation about it. So if you, if at any point you want to share or ask questions or reflect or anything, bring in other experiences
2: to concentrate on the new habit pattern that you would like to create. While the possibility mantra acknowledges the unwanted pattern, it is only a point of reference to help us make the distinction between what is and is not desired. This helps to cultivate the power of conscious choice. Being aware of such a choice will help keep us from unthinkingly and automatically indulging in the old self-defeating pattern. Through this awareness of another option and the ability to choose that option, we begin to step into a power that was previously unknown to us.
1: Um, so with that, can I give a concrete example? Just uh, so in the possibility mantras that we're going to do, for example, one that I've been working on a lot is, um, you know, obviously trading in my regulating my emotions with drugs and alcohol and other mechanisms, like using things to control my emotions. And placate my emotions and overriding that pattern with, you know, basically um, regulating my emotional well-being through human and spiritual connection. And so, like the example of that, like so it would the last part of the possibility mantra says, I just love regulating my emotional well-being through human and spiritual connection rather than using meth and porn, for example, or rather than using addictive mechanisms. So it's just using, it's telling my mind that there's this option here of regulating my emotions with alcohol or drugs or whatever the thing is. I acknowledge that that's an option, but I am consciously choosing. I'm empowering myself and saying, I just love this other thing, this new thing. I want to regulate my emotions through connection rather than attachment addiction. Mm-hmm. And it, that that's really helpful in the moment because it, it basically, it, it, I don't know, I don't know exactly what it does, but it, it basically, it puts the ball in my court. Like I'm telling myself what I want to do. I'm not like waiting for God to come and like, I'm, I'm basically like letting God know what I want. And then things kind of start being taken from me. Like that's how I was relieved that the cigarette smoking thing was like, I just love singing rather than smoking. Cause I was having a really hard time smoking, stopping cigarettes. And it was relieved that definitely there was some kind of power that came in and relieved that. And then I started making music, but, uh, I had to create the space. I had to demonstrate the willingness. So that's kind of what that, that last line in the possibility mantras does. So,
0: well, it's kind of like, you know, number six here, we entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. It's like, you can't just stand there in the rain and be like, okay, I'm ready. You know, like (laughs) you have to put in some sense of work into that, you know, and, um, this is a perfect example of moving into a space and focusing energy on what you do want, um, You know, concentrating on the new habit pattern. It's also interesting, there's a book that we use in therapy called Change Your Brain, Change Your Life, and they use um, whatever it's called, the little shorthand, ANTS, A-N-T-S, Automatic Negative Thoughts. And there's something that's always been really helpful about that, like, as the ants, the automatic negative thoughts creep back in or patterns, if you're, you know, if you kind of actually visualize them as like ants, you know, crawling on you, it's like, oh, like I don't want these ants on me, you know? So you can concentrate your energy on the new focus, the new habit pattern by sort of like attaching this little imagery and like oh these ants are crawling back in like i don't want ants in there you know
1: which is beautiful because uh, i live in echo park in a hundred year old house that's very porous and we are battling ants all summer especially with two <laughs> cats and so and you know we have to watch the ants we have to observe them we have to come aware of their pattern because they sneak in through the ceiling and they come hey. down and they come across this hardwood floor and you're like all you see is them swarming around the cat food but you have to like go and you think you get the source and you like spray a little raid right there, but it's not the one it's over here. And then it's behind the painting. So it's like going right to the source and really isolating. Like what is the real thing? Is it really like, it's like the alcohol. Is it really the alcohol that's bringing my life? Is it the gun? Is it the bullet? Is it the handle? Is it the person? Is it the brain that shot the gun? You know what I mean? It's like going back to the point of origin and and then addressing that. That's a really good analogy. That's amazing. Yeah. Anything to share on that?
2: Well, I'm pretty new with this, but I, I tend to think before I drink, like, oh, I'm gonna, it's gonna be such a relief to drink. It's gonna take away all those doubts and fears for a while, and I don't have to worry about everything I'm worrying about. But then, while I'm drinking, and towards the end, especially after you've been drinking for a while, it, you don't get the same feeling mm-hmm. anymore. It just automatically is worse. Right. Instead of oh, I'm having a good time now with my friends and yeah this is you know tomorrow I'll feel better because I I got it out of my system right now it's like bringing me down even worse where it's gotten to the point where I don't even feel hopeful because all mm-hmm. the oh, that, that um, reinforcing of negative thinking it, especially I would say the pandemic it got really bad
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, yeah is making me feel like that's all there is right and i almost don't believe it when i'm reading this at this point and i was not like that before so this is going to be a process of proving it to myself but i have to start working harder towards it mm. because the, i was i was avoiding doing work working towards things after a while because i didn't think anything would change
1: right, right. no and i then, get it I mean, and, as long as you accept the possibility, that's all this thing really asks. If it's possible, maybe. Like, that's all you really need to start, as long as you're not completely convinced that it right. won't
0: work. And that's actually where the power comes in. It's something that we work in a lot in trauma recovery, where the space, that little window, that tiny little space, that's the keystone to success.
1: The window you know? of possibility. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: Because coming into a lot of these things, for me, it's like, you know, I hear all these you know, you get people get stand up on a podium, and it's, you do this, and you do this, and it's great, and your life changes, and oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds cute in the room, and everyone's <laughs> excited, mm-hmm. but then we go back to our regular lives, and whatever, and it's like, if I had this skill set, I wouldn't be sitting in these rooms. <laughs> I'd right. be the successful millionaire that I know that right, I am. right, right, <laughs> right, right, right. It's just that <laughs> getting to that space of like, okay, that's cute. And then into like an actionable, like mm-hmm. seeing how it affects you. Because as you said, Nancy, I think back to this, um, I went to LA Cotta for a period of time, like work mandated in order to keep my job, which I don't know if you know where LA Cotta is, but it sits directly exactly. between Ooh. Skid Row and the Buddhist temple downtown. there. Oh,
1: crazy. It's right there. The, the irony. Building. Yeah. yeah.
0: And there was this. What is it? What is it though? The Los Angeles Center for Drug and Alcohol Recovery. Okay.
1: All right. And so it's
0: a free program for the city. And so it was a very interesting experience. But I think back to that because there were a lot of little nuggets that I gleaned from it. And there was this one gentleman who was so funny. Like he was so great. This older black gentleman who just still had this like cool cat vibe, you know, and (laughs) he always out these like good lingo and stuff. But one of them was like we flipped the switch. And that's kind of what you talked about, Nancy, was like in the past, alcohol was a habit pattern that helped us alleviate those things. We might be able to go out with friends mm-hmm. and socialize with it and it's fun and it's tension relieving and you know it works mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. it doesn't, you mm-hmm. know. And as he would say, we rode it till the wheels fell off. <laughs> and that's exactly what it's like is like you ride it till the wheels fall off, and then this switch flips in our brain. And as alcoholics, that's the difference between, you know, we talk about a normie or like someone who can like, Oh, you can have one drink. Like what's a one drink, you know, (laughs) I don't understand that concept. And that's that point where it's like, it no longer provides what it was providing. Mm -hmm. It now is actually almost a source of the trauma because You're seeing how it's snowballing in your life. It's not giving you that feeling of relief Mm -hmm. anymore, and now it's kind of exacerbating the this thing and the childhood trauma and the that thing, and then you know layering in the daily stuff that you're dealing with, and da da da. It makes you want to drink more and more. You know, and it's like Mm -hmm. you're trying to escape all of that, and it's just not getting you down the
1: road. I'd like to expand on that because, in my experience, what it's been is in the beginning, I, I used, and it turned off the narrative, and it made me mm-hmm. stop to being self-deprecating and the self-defeatist voice just went away, and it's almost like I don't know if it's my my character, my ego, whatever this thing is, it's like it's like a virus, it's adaptable, it mutates, mm-hmm. and once it figured out how to utilize the drugs and the alcohol to reinforce what I believed to begin with. So if I believed I was unworthy of love and incapable and all this stuff and then I drank and that was the elixir to life and all of a sudden all these things were on the table for me. But then it, it adapted and it figured out how to once I drink now I was the piece of shit that was drinking and was uncapable and unworthy and unlovable. And at that point I was just using that thing to like medicate my isolation and my self defeatism. But for a long time it allowed me to mm-hmm. snatch that and have a different experience. Right. Right. But I just kept riding it till the wheels fall. And then once the wheels were off, I was pushing it down the street like a <laughs> fucking sled metal, yes. you know? Yeah. And then even after that was gone, then I would wait another six months. Cause I'm like, where did my elixir go? Where did my best friend go? Cause it was the only yeah. thing that I knew that never would fail me, but it failed me. It turned on me.
0: And it's because I turned on. Yeah. Me. Yeah. And you go back to the, like- hulking carcass of the doors off and no wheels and you go hey remember this car we had this was so fun to drive it and you get back inside and you're you know in a relapse and you're thinking we're going down the road and then it's like you suddenly have that consciousness of like oh my god how did I get here again the car's not even moving it doesn't even have doors or wheels or anything like what what's happening you know and that is like is such an example of Relapse and that going back to the thing that no longer works. Well, and it
1: also reminds me of—I don't know if you guys correlate—but there was this movie I loved as like an eight-year-old. It was called Yellowbeard, and I was like, "Oh my god, I love this movie!" And I was like a little kid, and then I saw it again when I was fifteen, and I was like this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Like this is super not like right. the yeah. coolest thing ever. But at the time, you know, it's like I associated with this thing and I think it's going to be going to a rave or going to Coachella or having these amazing thing or like connecting with my girl, like having these amazing intimate experiences. Right. And instead it's just like me, like crying in a room by myself, like wondering what happened. You know what I mean? So it's really interesting the way, how strong our capacity for denial and fantasy and how we can build up and expect it's going to be this thing. And it actually is for a second, like you spoke about, but very quickly that ego virus takes over and yeah. twists it and turns like a boomerang and comes back and, fuck and cuts us to shreds. Totally.
0: And I think you hit it on the head
1: too. Like, there, you know, I have
0: this friend who, while she's in recovery, she'll then be continuously seeking these like outside things, like, okay, I got this um you know this exercise bike it's going to be the thing it's super expensive it's like connected and you know there's like a brand around it and whatever and <laughs> uh, and like okay this is going to be the thing the solution you know and then it's like oh this isn't the solution and now i've got this expensive bike i'm making payments on and it's mm-hmm. i'm it's sitting in the corner collecting dust and i have resentment. Mm-hmm. And da-da-da. okay now i'm gonna go over here and do this thing and it's going to be the answer you know put all the eggs in that basket mm-hmm. and then no that fell apart and you know it's hard because then she's like, well, this person's letting me down. And this thing didn't work. And, and it's like, okay, but are you, where are you looking for the solution? Yeah. You know, is it, are you still craving these external things mm-hmm. or, and you're grabbing on desperately to each one of them? And mm-hmm. then as they're slipping through your fingers, you're going, Oh my God, I'm not reinforcing new habit patterns. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, you're just kind of, you think you're moving in the right direction, but you're really just recreating the same trauma in a different way, you know? And it's like, I really think this program helps kind of cut through that and kind of you know get to those core things because you're right you could be spraying right over here for years not mm-hmm. realizing the ants are coming over here and you're all you can focus on is this one little area and can't figure why they keep coming back you know
1: like i'd like to just expand it when we saw, talked about your friend there's a part in the powerlessness uh section that says the physical compulsion this compulsion whether it's the exercise bike or the pillow top mattress or the lever or the class whatever the thing is externally mm-hmm. That that where our physical compulsion compels us to reach out for these mechanisms of much like a child clutches a blanket during a thunderstorm So we don't have the aware consciousness or the the presence of mind to just turn around and plug ourselves back into spiritual love and truth We start grabbing at these things, right? And then that becomes the problem Totally. when really just the problem is our lack of spiritual connection and it's interesting because this is a great conversation. Right. I'm loving this.
0: This is so cool. And we, you know, it's like we think they're new habit patterns that we want to create,
2: mm-hmm. but in
0: reality, and that's something I've been very grateful for in my recovery is that there have been times where, yeah, I've seen how I've stumbled on, like, oh, like I noticed that when I'm bored. I like run errands, but really it's just like going to trinket shops and wasting time. And then suddenly I've spent twenty dollars and thirty dollars and fifteen dollars, and at the end of the month I'm going, "Oh, that one bill can't get paid," you know.
1: Like, and then you open up the drawer and everything comes and all out. These yeah, yeah, in. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Well, Wait,
0: what? You know, what is this? What is that doing? Or is it? You know. Even with my therapist, like, you know, he's always like, okay, I don't want to hear you telling me you're in another group, you know, <laughs> like, you yeah, yeah, yeah. don't need another group. Like, yeah. that's, can you know, seeing that slippery slope of how we can easily think we're, you know, surfing that wave or, you know, on the track, and then suddenly we're looking around, and it's like, oh, wait a minute, like, I don't know if this is what I want, or it isn't working, or, you know, mm-hmm. what, what am I doing, and, um, as much as that can be frustrating, I think as long as you can sort of be like, okay, like this doesn't require a full relapse and a whole, throw it all out, you know, like I can yeah. just step back, realign. Like, like a
1: correction. Yeah, yeah, and I think part of yeah. it
0: too is even just like the awareness, that little bit of that window of space as I was talking about where it's like before, I thought like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm sober, whatever. But then like I said, like, oh, Here's how I am I see this mechanism of, like, not shopping on big things because I'm very budget-oriented. But in that budget-orientedness, then I'll go to, like, the dollar store and then just be in, like, hog heaven. And, yes, it for a moment, it fulfills, you know, uh, a yeah. feel that relaxation. There's the high of getting the thing, whatever, mm-hmm. you know. The hunt, the
1: kill. Right. Yeah. And it's like,
0: it's only a dollar. It's fine. You know, there's nothing wrong. But that's, yeah. like, it's just one beer or it's just whatever. Or it's and just like,
1: getting an airplane bottle. Right, the little ones they saw in the airplane of of liquor. my friend's dad would just get drunk with those all day and he's like I, and his son was finally like, "Dude, just get a fucking drink. Well, I was gonna <laughs> say, you're spending 40 bucks. But in his mind, was he was there. like, "Oh, I'm not an alcoholic right. cuz he's getting these little trinkets." It's you're like you saying right? it's like someone saying I'm like, I'm not calling you this, but I'm saying like if a hoarder yeah. was just like getting, you know, one stick of incense at a time, but they have thousands of sticks of incense coming out of every drawer in their house. It's like it's still a, yes it's still an issue you, I mean, you know i, I mean, mean every
0: six months i look around and i'm like how the f did all this stuff get in my house <laughs> like
1: and it's it came in with the ants right the ants exactly i mean yeah. that's
0: really true it's <laughs> because while ants are in my brain i'm utilizing trinkets as mm-hmm. this way of like okay the alcohol didn't work anymore Yep. but here's this thing over here and it's interesting as you know we talk about it in the group here sometimes things fall away quickly sometimes it takes months or even years Mm -hmm. sometimes people wouldn't even recognize that as a component of their compulsions and need for control or whatever you know but like starting to see how it's like I think as I became really had to batten down the hatches on my budgeting it was like oh yeah like I you know I am Going here for milk and bread, but then also grabbing this weird fan and this other set of glasses that I'll use for one picture and never
1: using, you know what I mean? Like, and I think that's, you know, I, and I think that that's the beauty cause no one's like, especially, I, I love this process for two things cause all it's doing is clearing the garbage. So I can have my own direct connection with the higher power and not have to middleman it with someone. Mm-hmm. And I also love that it's, it's basically like a very gradual and gentle thing. Like, the, the th- Like if I could replace a very destructive and obvious, f- like forest fire of, of meth addiction or alcoholism with getting trinkets at the dollar store for a couple of years. And that's how I'm, you know, getting my little attachment thing, in that mm-hmm. or whatever. And then we wake up to the day where we're like, our awareness grows. And now we're like, Hmm this is not serving me anymore. Yeah. I am going to create space for something else by surrendering my investment in this now, but I'm choosing to do this now. And it's, that's the beautiful part of like this conscious awareness just grows so gradually. And we just like things kind of fall away, like in like an organic kind of harmonious way. It's not like things are being ripped from us and stuff like that. Cause we're not doing anything wrong. We're not bad people. Like you speak to the program. There's a lot of self judgment, like I'm self this, I'm self that. Right. And there's none yeah. of that here. There's no bad or good it's just something serving us and and it's or it's like you know not serving us and if it's not serving us then this is the way to go about creating something that we truly desire that we we ourselves say you know what i'm very curious about this i have a desire to see what this is like i'm going to install this pattern i'm going to start to experience these things and that's been my experience like i've never had some i mean i'm living at that collective house now it's like I'm going out skating with these guys and stuff. Like I've never had like men friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I have all these guy friends that are like, you know, it, it's really – it, it, it it's, it's amazing. It's um, interesting
0: that you said that. because Oh, you I, know
1: what? This is about to um, – let me just do it because I, yeah, yeah. I don't want to cut you off for it. And please feel free to contribute. Right. You got really great stuff to – too so
0: right and it helps beyond just us two talking heads on this microphone but you were you were just saying how you're noticing how you're establishing more of a connection in this community that you're living in and i i was literally just this morning saw this video of you skating with those guys or whatever and in my head i was thinking it's so interesting because asher can just like roll up to any group of people and be like hey what's up and like make friends and like you're very good at that. Like, that's a really good skill set of yours, So mm-hmm. that you're able to connect with people who other people might be like, oh, I have a perception about that group of people. I might not go up and say hello, or I might feel kind of intimidated or something, but like you're really good about just being like organic with people regardless. And if they're like, F you, dude, or who are you? You know, you're like, oh, yeah. people by over here, you know, like, but I, I see that for you, and it's like, it's awesome that you're able to have this and move forward in it because it's only continuing to help, you know, expand for you connection as well as, you know, reinforcing new
1: pathways. Yeah. With that, you want to go back? Do you want to, I think you were reading, you want to go read the thing. Do you have anything to share?
2: Well, I was just thinking um, something that Michael was saying Yeah. about, I've gone to so many, it's almost an addiction, how many groups and things I've done to, he, quote unquote heal and right. not accept myself for how I am and accepting myself with you know change like I, when I'm two years old I'm not saying okay I want to be thinking like I'm 18 with all that experience because I didn't have the experience
0: right mm-hmm.
2: but I'm always putting myself down for it like no it's not enough I'm comparing myself to other people all the time which I'm really getting tired of doing, mm. but, you know, I noticed that with these groups, some of them are, um, you know, I'll go hear a lecture and I'll be like, Oh, that person has the answer. And if mm-hmm. I, if I just buy their book and go to their um, retreat, then I'll get the answer too. And that didn't work. Mm-hmm. Cause the answer wasn't, you know, changing me. I wasn't, there wasn't anything I was doing. I was changing within myself. Right. I was mm-hmm. just following what someone else was doing and it wasn't working for me. Mm-hmm. But then I go to groups also that you, you're you're hung up on putting yourself down all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's your attachment to them is is through how bad we are. Like, you know, how wrong we are and how screwed up we are. And I just, I can't handle that at all because that's like just taking me away from anything that's spiritual or right. love. totally. And I feel then that. I, sometimes I wonder like why isn't it just as easy to go for, for love and truth? When did that, when did I start splitting from that? You know, I'm sure there's like, there's this innocence there that we we have that um, innate spiritual connection to these things. And yet I'm going down this other path Mm -hmm. as a substitute. I don't know why I'm doing that. It's not like I'm, lazy or anything I, I worked really hard to try to accomplish things but then i'm wondering is that was that a lot of busy work
1: can i share something I on that real out real
2: quick? myself out you know
1: from the from what you were saying it's like right in the first thing it says our own umbilical cord is symbolic of the invisible connection between our soul spiritual love and truth and the mass massive spiritual resource that nurtures it with a snip of the surgeon's scalpel and a breath of this world's dysfunctional air we begin to accept madness as a substitution for truth. This creates an internal void of incompletion that leaves us susceptible to the trappings of attachment addiction. So it's like we're just trying to relate with these other fear-driven, controlling people, these other unconscious people. We want to be accepted, we want to be part of the herd, and we have to kind of leave that Eden. We have to to fall, like we have to leave the Garden of Eden and kind of uh, become part of this tree of knowledge. Mm -hmm. And so it's just from the very gate, everything about it is like you know because we had to survive right i mean is that because is that, is that kind
2: of where what is the path you know when you're young you go to church
1: for your that's for our generation connection yeah. mm-hmm. that's
2: with the community you know and mm-hmm. then you get you know you're going with your family that has all these issues and not resolving them and right then it's just running out to friends that you're attracting and
1: It's very confusing, right?
2: It's very confusing and it still is Mm because you have to really think about what's working for you. For you.
1: Absolutely. Amen. Get into your integrity, your spirit, your vibrational integrity, your waveform. So that's why it's all about us just becoming, becoming who and what we are whole and then creating our lives from that place not like do you think i should do this do you think i should like even sponsors and all that it's all great but if we're substituting as opposed to just really directly downloading the information from whatever our source is getting reconnected to that universe's umbilical cord you know like how
0: are you creating your own self-help book for yourself mm -hmm. how are you creating your own symposium for yourself Mm -hmm. because you're right showing up to someone else's, it can be inspirational as a supplemental tool outside of us. But you're correct. It is not the answer. Mm -mm. And I think that too often we get you, like you said, like, Oh Mm. yes, I'm feeling this. I'm vibing with it. It's great. This is the thing. And there, there can be tools and compounds from that. that can Mm -hmm. lift us up and give us new abilities. But at the end of the day, that person's experience with how they moved into whatever Mm -hmm. guiding that they were feeling felt, you know, that they then wrote that book or whatever had experiences with such, it's like, that's their journey. Mm -hmm. And we can empathize with that. But at the end of the day, their solution, isn't going to be our solution. Mm -hmm. And that is such a challenge because it brings us back to, where are we bringing in these new pathways so number three reinforcing your new pathways each time a situation triggers the old pattern Mm -hmm. the more you practice your mantras the quicker the desired trait tendency or characteristic will begin to take hold it is critical to sense when you are slipping into an existing pattern as we were just talking about these are the moments in which you are
1: also slipping out of conscious awareness Every drink that I buy. <laughs> well, it's interesting because it, like right there, it's like until you install these patterns, until you say, because until the point where you tell your brain, look, I, I'm, I, I, it's important for me to start cultivating and sustaining secure and healthy bonds with my higher power, with other people. That's something that's meaningful to me. And I'm telling my computing brain from this point forward, I, I just love that. I choose to support that and I am becoming that and I'm telling you in the moment that you're going to help me do that I'm telling you you're not taking me on some wild ride I'm putting the leash on you right now and I'm telling you it's very important for me to be focusing on this rather than continuing to have these insecure and unhealthy attachments to things and people who abuse me I'm letting you know I'm putting you on notice and at that point after you say that enough times to the brain in the moment, and I just did this the other day, there's a woman at my collective house who's very toxic, very much, uh, was kind. it's kind of like how my mom was when she was still in her alcoholism. And she has a six-year-old kid, and she was talking to me about it, and she's very controlling, and she's like, it's this whole thing, but the energy came at me, and I realized in that moment, It said, no, you're cultivating secure and healthy bonds. It was like this lever came down. And this is an opportunity for you to indulge in a pattern of attachment, like uh, insecure attachments with this person. This person is going to control you. She's going to try to abuse you like she's sending you sex messages. And I was aware and I said, oh, okay. This isn't working for me. I'm timing out from you. I wish you luck, but best best wishes. Because I could recognize it because I've told my brain and I've created the other option. And that, in having the other option in a moment and pulling down that lever and saying goodbye, opened up the space for all these other things to come in. You know what I'm saying? But before that, I was just the person that let people shit on me, or I was looking for my broken mommy, or I was doing all that, and that's who I was. Now it's a pattern of behavior that doesn't serve me anymore, and my brain is aware of this other option, and it's continuously reminding me of this thing that I told it is important to me. Were you like –
0: kind of getting involved with her kind of trying to help her and her kid like be a friend to her
1: she's on adderall and she's like and and she's really frantic like she's overwhelmed she has a kid the kid's been with her dad they have all this stuff going on she was trying to tell me that i needed to be back on adderall and the things weren't working for me and trying to like micromanage my life and tell me how i was she's just crazy. like she's just in her thing you know what i mean but it's the same thing that my mom was in that would have really triggered this thing in me to rescue her to save her, to try to control and okay. manage that and, and somehow make that healthy. Because I was obsessed as a little kid trying to make my crazy mom like, right? okay, so she could love me. And so it's just cool to recognize that and be like, no,
0: yeah,
1: no, but that's what this does. But I have to tell my brain what's important to me because right now that's not – when people come into this process, that's not an option for them. Like you were saying, that's not something that I even think is possible for me. Like, not, you know what I mean? And not in the, like, you don't not want it. Cause like, sure. I sh-
0: you know, I rolled in here, like I'm looking for the solution. And I'm like, it's just like this. And I'm like, okay, that's cute. But <laughs> that's not, like, I can't tangibly connect with that, you know? And it's like, it does take time. It does take
1: well Practice, you were like, you were here, when we just had the hyper awareness of the problem, like these these mantras and this solution part's only been around for a couple of years. Prior to this, we were just like, "Oh, that's great!" So we're hyper aware of this shit. That like you know what I mean? But right. like you know, and and we and then, but now it's like there's actual things. Like I can literally change the neural pathways in my brain. Like I can reprogram myself.
2: Right. Well, I think those things have been around forever. We just aren't reading them anymore because they're not on the New York Times bestseller list. So. Yeah, you know, the Buddhist um meditation, all you know, this uh-huh. stuff that was all if we followed it when we were young and prayer is mm-hmm. similar, but mm-hmm. then it goes off into you know, Catholicism and Christianity right. and guilt and all this other stuff.
1: Were you raised uh, uh in a certain religion?
2: Both of those, got you, got you, yeah, yeah, same, with those.
1: it's heavy programming,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, and guilt, 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 yeah, and especially yeah, yeah. when you're withdrawn and you're looking for answers and and they tell you okay this is the path you know oh, totally
0: mm.
2: but um i can't remember what i was saying on that going back to the root of like meditation and mm-hmm. yeah i mean other... that stuff has been around we right. just we but we want the the new shiny thing just like even if it costs a dollar at the dollar store yes right?
1: Well, we want someone just to touch us on the shoulder and it'd be okay. Like if humans are inherently lazy and they're distracted right now. Well, and especially
0: Americans too, you know, like, Oh, there's a pill for that. mm. You know what I mean? And that's the
1: thing is this is a very like specific ancient technology and it's a technology that like a lot of people in the beginning of the century really applied towards selling a million widgets or becoming, you know, think and grow rich, that kind of stuff. But now it's redirected towards fulfilling these fundamental needs and inner wholeness because we can't have, you know, uh, Eight billion self-obsessed people selling a million widgets, so they have a, a bunch of you know, what I mean, the earth just it's can't just, sustain yeah. that. We need to have our wholeness, and like, there actually needs to be a, a really tangible
2: but like that's what we have now. Uh, with all social media, everybody has the answer. It's like, I'm an artist, right? I'm on these sites, and people who don't even have any training are saying, Oh, here's a painting I did, um, and here's a video showing you how you can do it too. And I'm like, This is crap, and I, I don't mean to i'm glad people are expressing themselves but now everybody is the authority on whatever they're doing mm-hmm. without any training without any yeah they're just trying to sell sell me Oh, look at i'm dressed up really nice and i do this painting Maybe mm-hmm. I'll go out with you if you,
0: you, ex- you all yeah, subscribe it. to my yeah. channel.
2: Um, I buy all these people to make me look good, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so you mm-hmm. should get on my site too. I mean, right. I, I was on um, one mm-hmm. of the Twitter one of those things, and it was saying these are the people you should follow, and they're like Kim Kardashian, and I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> why would anything like that come into my feed? Right, you
0: know? right.
2: It, but it's it's like you go on. YouTube or like all these celebrities, every as soon as they become celebrities, then advertising agencies and marketing all get on like, okay, we're going to make money off this person because yeah. here's the solution. Well, this, this person's yeah, we're going to the give their solution to well, how they look good. Yeah. Well, and
1: it's the new form of guilt and shame because in the past you could go to a preacher and he right. could talk about internal yes. damnation. Now you can just look at Kim Kardashian's perfect body and walk away feeling guilty and shameful. As long as you're guilted and shamed, you're dis, you're out of alignment. You're not connected to spiritual right. love and truth, and you are controlled by the tanning
0: you know, or the binding product, or whatever. When we know that her mm-hmm. body looks like that because it's not forty and fabulous, it's forty surgeries plus and fabulous, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. and that is not attainable by the normal human being. No. And nothing against, she's worked hard for money. You want to go spend it on plastic surgery? That's great, but at the end of the day you now have millions of young women saying, mm-hmm. Oh, this is how we become validated in society and this is where we find our worth and our and, and everything. And, and and then it just leads to something and that's wh- and-, and that's
1: why they send Kim to you hoping you'll also buy in and mm-hmm. start obsessing on those external things because it makes money for them and it takes our power and then we're easily controlled. Yeah, And so they're not going to send you like, Oh, you know, check out conscious creators. It's going to help you get back into alignment with your authentic truth and have a genuine connection with your higher power and not really need any of our and stuff anymore. And you're not even going to, you'll <laughs> be able to see through our bullshit and you'll be able to recognize when we're manipulating you. And you're really not going to have a compulsion to buy all this shit anymore. Cause you already have like love in your heart. Go see him. No, they're not, they're going to be like, fuck that. Like, and it's really interesting to watch that. That's just where we're at.
0: Well, yeah. And it's like, just
1: where we're at, um, you know,
0: and I, I think there's a way in much like any of it, some people are finding access to great cool new things. And if Absolutely. they're consciously curating that space, yeah, you can find a like minded community mm. where you maybe aren't, you know, obsessed or buying all their products, but just oh, wow, cool, like look at how this person's doing this woodworking thing or look at how this person does a gardening thing or look at this person talking about conscious awareness, you Mm -hmm. know. So there is some element of goodness out there. But you're right, at the end of the day, the majority of what's happening in there is definitely focusing on old hardwired ants, you know, (laughs) automatic negative thoughts or behaviors. (laughs) Not, And it's you know, not reinforcing a new good pathway. It's just keeping us stuck in the old stuff. Like you said, church was that before. Now we see it
1: as social media and fame. Can I read something from This is the Collective Unconscious? Our identity is programmed by the Collective Unconscious. It helps to establish and maintain our moral and social conduct. It is a constant influence upon our thought processes and has an effect upon a wide range of our actions. The prevailing collective unconscious supports specific people's ideas and their desire for those ideas to achieve permanence. Uh, the collective unconscious helps them to maintain social order. It also enforces control by projecting a particular a particular agenda upon our minds. So it's constantly trying to program us and get us to be in a certain vibration because that's a vibration that keeps them in control and us like disempowered and that's just the game that's always been right
0: well and keeps us reinforcing old habit patterns instead of new habit patterns i'll finish this paragraph here so we can laugh yep 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 um please the more you practice your mantras the quicker the desired trait tendency or characteristic will begin to take hold it is critical to sense when you are slipping into an existing pattern these are the moments in which you are also slipping out of conscious awareness In such moments, you redirect your focus upon the desired pattern. The more you focus on the new pattern and associate it with something joyous and desired, the stronger your brain's neural connections will become. Mm -hmm. The new mental connection is a precursor to the reorganization of your external reality. Remember, don't resist hate. Embrace love. Mm -hmm. When you resist the old pattern, you reinforce your attachment to it. This is why diets are often ineffective, because they do not nourish or strengthen our body. Focusing on starving an undesired body type is different than focusing upon nourishing a healthy body. You breathe that life into an undesired pattern every time you resist or indulge in it. Remember, you have been addicted to the habit patterns exactly because they support and reinforce our unconscious identity. This is why we view addiction as an attachment disorder. Indulging in an undesired habit pattern is similar to an addict getting high after a period of abstinence. We activate mental pathways much like an addict wakes up their disease. The unconscious creator suffers from an attachment disorder that has only one known cure. Connection. Abstinence does not equal connection. Abstinence creates the space for connection. Beautiful. Um, It's interesting, too, as we were sort of talking about social media, like, I find myself using GlockSite very often because... I'll go on there and sort of be seeing things that are inspirational or reconnecting with old friends and feeling a sense of connection. And then there'll be something that makes me feel totally disconnected, totally like, you know, out of it as far as, or getting caught up in drama of like someone posting something just stupid and erroneous. Like, (laughs) um, you know, there'll be these things that take me offline and it's like, oh, like I found that if I just utilize this BlockSite app, I'll notice when I'll intuitively, like unconsciously, suddenly I'll be like, oh, I'm just going to pull up the news or something or whatever. And a lot of that's just using your phone for using your phone's sake. Going to rehab was such an eye-opening experience, not only for the sake of getting sober off of alcohol, but getting sober off of my mm-hmm. phone. Being 45 days without mm-hmm. a connection to the internet was truly a remarkable experience and one that I don't think is even remotely addressed enough. We see some in teen yes. tech addiction and rehabs opening around that, but I think on a greater scale, of course they don't want to talk about tech addiction because it's serving this great purpose of, of all these billionaires right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. But
1: I'm seeing where just like the like, alcohol and the tobacco yes. companies back in the day were avoiding getting sued, but everyone was strung out on tobacco and alcohol. Mm-hmm. Now it's like getting a thumb a thumbs up or a TikTok. Like. And, and a
0: like, exactly. And um, I've noticed now where when I use the blog site, I'll see where I'll intuitively not even want to type Facebook into the thing. And I'll be like, oh, I'm going to like pull up the news. And the next thing I know, I'm typing Facebook. And then it's, uh-uh. it's like a picture of a granny going, ah, 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 go back. You're blocked. It's like, oh, yeah, like I wasn't even tending to go on here, but the compulsion of yes. the pattern I've created is moving me in this direction. And not until I've had this thing there a uh, program, a <laughs> conscious a an anchor, an I anchor, just, yeah, there's this little yeah. thing that reminds me, oh, yeah, I don't want to be connecting to that. And then I'll shift my focus. Maybe I'll go to Upworthy or something more like wellness based or something that I feel like might be
1: nourishing me. Or maybe I'll just be
0: like, put the damn phone down. I've deleted
1: my Wi-Fi off of this and now I have deleted uh, Facebook. So there's no Facebook on this and there's no internet on this. So the only time I have Wi-Fi is when I go places because I know myself and I already know I'm fucked. And so I tried to wrestle with all that. And then I just said, you know what? I need a hard stop. Like, I really honestly just need to not have this in my hand when I'm driving my kids around. I need yeah. to, you know, there's just, like, things that I know. And it's cool to know my limitations because I, I know that, like, I know I'm in a war with something. And I know my weakness is better now. So it's easier to. Well, and it's such a great
0: example of, like, you know, bracing up against what we don't want or moving into what we don't want, where we unconsciously, like when I think back to when I would be in some of these relapse periods where even though my physical body was driving the vehicle, my consciousness was sitting in the passenger seat, tied up, bound and gagged, no ability to make a choice or say stop. The the addiction was literally, Mm -hmm. it wasn't until I was home and in the drunk, That I would be like, oh my god, I'm drunk. I don't want to be here. And where did I even get the alcohol from? I don't even.
1: I woke up out of a like a unconscious coma, going like I'm at my dealer's house. Like how did I drive the car over here? Like oh my god, this is fucking nuts. I just was on my way to sober living, and as I was passing his car, something grabbed the wheel and turned, and like, and then I pulled into his house, and I was like, oh my god. I was like fuck it's just like the big book talks about where it's like a form of possession it's mm-hmm. crazy. We got we got we got to wrap. Any you have a final thought?
2: I was just thinking that I have and during the pandemic I had nothing to do. Well, it was I had to escape somehow and mm-hmm. I couldn't um, doing anything myself didn't maybe it was the work involved with it. I don't know. The isolation not like having feedback from other people right. when I'm doing it um the isolation was horrible but i am now addicted to all these like movie hulu and netflix yeah. and mm-hmm. and going on facebook to check endlessly for and i'll just get aggravated when i'm on there mm-hmm. so that's like going to be a big thing for me to try to figure out what life is without that stuff because i don't remember mm-hmm. right so that was good that you know when you pointed that out i was like wow that's i'm doing that right now it's
1: I'm sure you're not alone either. I'm sure there's a lot of people that have created gnarly habit patterns over the last year and a half. Tons of
2: people, yeah.
1: It's really unfortunate. It's great for the tech industry, though. Right. Lockdowns are really good for that.
0: And, you know, at the very least, at least, there's, you know, if you're just sort of watching movies and stuff, there's a component where, like social media, you can kind of curate what you're watching if you're, you know, conscious in it. Sometimes, yeah, we do get sucked into – i'm four episodes deep in kardashians and can't stop watching kim eat salad with her fingers while she's crying not trying to ruin her makeup you know what i mean and you're like and yes you're right kim and it's like wait a minute <laughs> how did i get stuck in here you know yeah, like, yeah.
2: it's really it's
1: funny. like dressed like me going on the, like oh, yeah. into my dealer's house oh, it's like
2: yeah
1: it's the same damn thing right
2: isn't that um,
1: crazy what's yeah like you want to um, oh. can we take us out and then we can keep talk chat, chat, but we're about to run out of uh, digital yes. tape here.
0: Well um so we'll we've we'll gone just do one through three um, building you have Parents we'll continue that later. but yeah. we have unfortunately run out of time for sharing um, oh uh, there it is no fees. you are sustained by your contribution, so please be okay, please. I would like to thank everyone who shared openly into the our Special Space this morning. Mm-hmm. Please remember that what is said here and heard here stays here, except for on the podcast we share globally. We will now close mm-hmm. the meeting with the we version of the serenity prayer. That's Instead of saying me, <laughs> we say please and
1: we. That's, that's right. So please, please grant, grant us the serenity to accept the, serenity, serenity, to accept to the, accept the things, things we cannot change, change, the courage to change the things, things we can, can And the wisdom to to know know the difference. And then,
0: fuck yeah.